Blessed morning, friends. Once again, welcome to the Potter's Gate online broadcast. Today is the 18th of the month of June 2023. We want to thank God for His mercy, His love, His goodness, and His kindness that I knew every morning. Great is His faithfulness towards us. If you're joining us this morning or if you're going to be connecting with us, once again, it's a pleasure to share this moment with you to bring the word of the Lord to your end wherever you are this morning i want to believe god that the spirit of the lord will help us further this morning once again to continue to press into the presence of god hear the mind of god for the season and of course continue to interact with one another as we fellowship welcome my dear sister and commissar this morning nice to have you join this morning i hope uh, the weather is fair on you on that end at least uh for this morning the weather is okay well still be cloudy but not raining at least we thank god for that the rain has been quite quite heavy and uh, a lot of damage has been done but we still give thanks to god but wherever you are, I hope you're warm. If you are at this part of the, you know, of, of South Africa, I was chatting with uh, Tina yesterday, and she was telling me that, in fact, it is actually warm in Joburg. And I was like, Are you serious? Is this the same South Africa? Well, we want to thank God. That is just the dynamics of this nation, and I think uh, that speaks into what the Lord also wants us to do and to build, because South Africa is a very unique place. I mean, you have. You know different regions with their own season basically i mean it's amazing it's amazing well this morning we are going to continue to track the heart of god regarding what you know we have tagged the making of the spirit of course the making of the spirit is is in conjunction or is connected amen with a bigger picture of something we are looking into that we have also tagged amen warriors of righteousness and i've been doing some kind of explanation trying to help us to understand what the spirit of god is saying to us in this broad complex you know message because i believe that god is preparing us for the days ahead god wants us to be aligned he wants us to be well equipped he wants us to be matured amen he wants us to be well furnished he wants us to, to wear the right gear so that we are not deceived we are not amen misguided or misdirected or even misinformed there's a lot of things that is happening today all right that is more of a correction or more of a realignment and of course more of education and and building up all right that will allow us to have that spiritual posture if you will that will you know uh, help us to fulfill and become what god amen has ordained for us so this is the line that we believe god amen is leading us so if you're joining us so you're tracking with us this is the direction that we are following and we will continue amen by the grace of god to press deeper and and you know and inquire of the lord and probe amen yes at, at the spirit we want to continue to glean on this you know if you will spiritual treasure that has been made available for us this is the time where we need to dive into <clears throat> excuse me 
the mind of Christ, amen, and, and, and begin to, if you will, excavate, if you will, you know, mine out, amen, uh, uh, the, the, the diamonds, the, the, the treasures, hallelujah, that are, you know, that have been <clears throat> kept for us as inheritance. So, in fact, when we talk about the concept of, uh, uh, um, you know, the making of the spirit is speaking of, if you will, uh, uh, who we are, what has been offered to us as our spiritual heritage, our spiritual identity, amen, what has been made available for us, what we can tap into in terms of, amen, the, 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 the values of our spiritual life. So this message will begin to unveil, will begin to unpack to us, amen, our true spiritual identity, our true spiritual position and posture, all right, and it's from there we'll be able to, if you will, live a life, amen, that will ex exercise the kind of identity, image, authority, and of course, the manifestation of the government of God, amen, that we want to see, you know, manifest in the earth. So these are some of the things we are believing God, hallelujah, to grant us grace and insight into. So if you're trekking with us, you're joining us, I want to welcome you once again. This is the Potter's Gate online broadcast. This is the platform where, amen, all that we do is to glorify Christ, amen, and of course to become an expression of his image in the earth. That is our desire. We want to continue to be on that position of, if you will, of the cutting edge, hearing the voice of God, knowing the mind of God for our life. Amen. By the way, today is Father's Day. Was it today or yesterday? Uh, Brother Mervyn sent me happy Father's Day. So I'm, I'm hoping it's today. I hope it's not yesterday. But anyhow, if you're a father, you're watching out there. Amen. I want to, you know, bless you and just, you know, thank God for your life as a father. Of course, we know that what, that's, what that means, amen, being a father in this season, amen, is basically coming to that position of of understanding of of knowing and of course amen exhibiting the kind of a life that represents amen the mind of god in terms of fatherhood amen we live in a world where every dimension of human existence amen is being cancelled amen the image of fatherhood is being cancelled the image amen the identity of a woman is being cancelled so we we should thank god that at least we have a place where we can come to amen and continue to drink amen of the heart of god of the mind of god we we have a place where we can come to and sit around the table of the word and get to hear and know amen the mind of god and get to remind ourselves amen of who we are and get to point amen to each other our spiritual heritage and identity so i'm glad to be a father another and not you know a mother i'm glad to be a man amen and not a woman i'm glad by the way you know few days ago <clears throat> excuse me a few days ago my daughter sent me a beautiful piece a beautiful piece my word maybe i will just share it with some of us you know on, on facebook i mean my heart was glad and she just wrote this word and just expressed her heart and that she was proud amen for me being her father i thought that was so beautiful that was so you know uh, 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 you know uh, uh, encouraging particularly if you live in a day where sometimes you know you're not sure if you're doing your best i mean my my is like God was just speaking through my daughter to encourage me and to say, yes, I, I see what you're doing and I'm glad. I I'm proud to be your daughter. I mean, I was just you know, on top of the moon. I, I said to myself, you know, even if everybody in the world 
all right refuse not to see what i'm doing as long as my daughter and my son my family can see what i'm doing i am glad and i'm grateful to god so i'm grateful to god for the kind of family god has given to me particularly my children i am so grateful to god you know for their life they are really growing and they are showing you know the kind of of course they are not perfect they they're not perfect but they, they, they show amen that sense of gratitude and appreciation and i'm i'm sure amen every father out there will want something like that so once again you know kudos to all the fathers out there <clears throat> if you're under pressure if you're under uh, uh, you know an attack please just know that that is the nature of the days that we live in but continue to stand up continue to amen rise up continue to proclaim who you are don't let amen the wave of, you know of, of this ungodly world that we live in amen blow you away don't let the lies of the enemy amen tell you that you're not doing enough or you don't have what it takes don't let all this materialistic thing amen drive you to a point where you become so pressured that you you be, you begin to lose your identity. I mean, God woke me up. I, I think about three o'clock or thereabout. I mean, I've been praying. The first thing I, I did, what well, after praying for myself and all of that, was to pray for my family. That is the work of a father. Amen. Is there to protect. Amen. Is there to watch over while they are sleeping. I'm praying. I'm seeking the heart of God, the mind of God. Amen. To be established in their life. And of course, for those who are also you know are, are watching over spiritually. All our disciples, all our, you know, our followers, amen, including people who are, who are tracing and tracking me, all right, uh, uh, you know, my Facebook without seeing their face, I'm praying for you, I'm praying for you, <laughs> I'm praying for you, better believe it, I'm praying, you know, one of the things that I want to do, thank you, Brother Melvin, all right, one of the things I want to do, all right, is to pray for every person that is following me on Facebook. In fact, that has been on my mind since last year. All right. But I think yesterday or two days ago while I was praying, that came to my spirit again. And what I want to do is basically paint, you know, not paint now, print out the picture if I, if I can do that, or maybe kind of take, if you will, a screenshot of every you know, person. There are a lot of people following me. There are some that I have, you know, unfriend. Right? If I've unfriend you, you, it means that you must have done something terrible, something that, you know, my spirit does not agree with. So if I've unfriend you, <laughs> I have truly unfriend you. But if you are still there, I maybe I've not heard from you for the past one year, but you are still there. I'm telling you, I'll be praying for you and I'm praying for you. Okay. So maybe that is just to encourage somebody because I know people need encouragement in the seasons that we're living. People need our prayer. All right. Of course, there was a period in my life that I needed. In fact, I believe I was gliding on people's prayer. I'm just barely holding on. God help me. <laughs> you understand? But I thank God for Amen. The grace and the spirit of awakening once again. Amen. That is, you know, that is dawning on me. I'm, I'm rightfully taking my position once again. First, as a priest. Hallelujah. As a priest over my household. Amen. Over, over, you know, uh, uh, the, you know, the, the, the responsibility of the assignment ministry God has committed into my hand. And of course, amen, I'm taking my position, amen, as a priest over this nation. I'm a, I'm a saint priest, amen, over South Africa. I'm praying and I'm believing God for great things. And we're seeing changes, amen. Yes, we thank God for the, you know, gradual change we're seeing on, in ESCOM. We want to see more change, amen, in leadership. We want to see more change, amen, in governance. We want to see more change. We want to see, amen, legislations, amen, that will allow the advancement of the things of God to be manifest, amen. So I thank God for that. We 
are seeing changes and we will pray for more changes. Hallelujah. And of course, I'm a priest, amen, in relating to my generation. Hallelujah. This morning, I find myself praying for Europe, you know, praying, just praying into, into the heart of Europe. Hallelujah. That there will be an, an holy awakening. Young men and women, hallelujah, will arise and begin to fight against the work system that wants to destroy their destiny. So I am grateful to God. You see, this is me. This is this is home to me. When I can pray, hallelujah. When I can press into the spirit. And like I was sharing with my dear sister yesterday, Tina, that the beauty of prayer is not just you communicating to God, hallelujah, is the fact that God can speak back to you. That is the beauty of prayer. That is what makes prayer powerful. That when you talk back, I mean, who wants to have a communication, a contact with somebody and you're forever talking and the person never talks back to you? You're going to get tired. You're going to like, excuse me? You know, that itself can run you insane. Maybe that's the reason why most Christians today seem to be insane. Because they, they seem not to be hearing from God. So one of the things maybe that we are looking into when we talk about the making of the Spirit is how you can come to that position, amen, of your true spiritual state. Thank you so very much. Good morning, Sister Myrtle. All right. Happy Father's Day to you. Amen. Thank you so very much. And all the dads on Potter's Gate. I wonder how many dads are actually on Potter's Gate that I know of. Maybe very few. And I'm saying that because this morning while I was praying, I was thinking, why is it that we have so many women you know, on Potter's Gate? And one of the thing, first things that came to my spirit is because their spirit is you know, easily receptive to the things of God. Uh, their, thing, their, their spirit, women's spirit are easily receptive to the things of God. And I mean, you see that in the scripture. Whenever God wants to birth something new, whenever God is announcing something new, you see women there first. You see women there first. Hallelujah. When Jesus rose from, you know, you know, from the grave, who are the first people to be there? It was the women. Hallelujah. You, you, and of course the enemy knows this and that's why he goes for the women. Because he knows that once a woman, amen, grabs something, amen, good or bad, she runs with it, she runs with it. So I I want to thank God for all the women, not just the fathers, the women that are following us. Yes, yes, I want to thank God for your life and I'm praying that God will continue to use you as a voice to your generation, that you will not allow, amen, you know, society to put you in a place that God has not placed you, that you will not allow some woke religious system, amen, to limit you. And of course, in fact, one of the things that I thank God for as a pastor, and somebody, you know, actually attested to this as a pastor, when I was pastoring, I began to pray. I said, God, I want more men in our church than women. Because I know that if we can have the men, men are very difficult to convince. Men are very, you know, they're very complex. Complex in terms of, you know, their ego and pride and all of this thing. No, even if the man can see what you're talking about, see that this thing is real, is true. Uh, he will be looking from afar, you know. It's just that ego in, in, in man. I understand it because I'm a man. You understand? We don't easily fall for things and just, you know, we, 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 we want to make it a bit difficult. Even when the woman is telling the man that you know this is what this is how things are and you know and you know he, she's right you still want to you know you know do your own thing that's meant for you but once a man can can really come into something and and and, and, and accept that thing all right that's that's the that's the blessing god gave to us amen when i was a pastor i began to then see an increase of men in our church and i mean we we want to thank god for that so i'm believing god that there will also be an increase amen 
amen, of men on our platform, that we don't just want men who will be watching from afar, because I know there are a lot of men following me, but they are watching from afar, all right? Yes, when they are tracking me from afar. No, we want to see you involved. We want to see you communicate. We want to see, amen, that, 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 you see, because that's the one we're talking about. When the Spirit of God begins to, you know, grab hold of our life and lead us, this idea of foreign, what I call foreign identity. In fact, some, those are part of the things I want to deal with in this teaching called, hallelujah, the makings of the spirit. We want to deal with, amen, foreign ideas, foreign belief system. We want to remove from our life, amen. Thank you, sister. Tina. Uh, 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 we want to remove, amen, those, those foreign values that we have imbibed, that we have accepted as our personality, but are foreign to, amen, our true image, to our true identity. We, we, we want to remove, amen, those fazak and those, you know, you know uh, 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 masks that are not our true image. We want to get rid of them. We want to, amen, come into our true position, our true nature. Hallelujah. We want to understand who we are, amen, and reflect that, represent that in a way that glorifies Jesus. After all, at the end of the day, we are supposed to be what? Rep representing Christ. Our life ought to be manifesting the very nature the very character the very fruit amen of christ either as a man or as a woman so these are some of the things that amen we we are we are seeking to understand and to track particularly in this end of days amen as we move to us amen the the, the 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 end of days we want to understand amen who we are spiritually what our identity represent hallelujah what our purpose is we want to be clear about our vision we don't want to live in the shadow. We don't want to live our life, amen, from a position that is defined either by society, amen, or even by what science say, amen. We want to move beyond, amen, the limitations, hallelujah, that has been placed on us, even by biology, hallelujah, you know, by by by, by all kinds of cultures and, and beliefs and, and values that are not sourced from the word of God. In fact, I'm hoping that uh, uh, some of the things that I'm writing on this on this topic might just become. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's going to be a book because there's still a book that I need to finish. But I, I want to bring some very informative articles out. Okay, all right. <clears throat> because <clears throat> excuse me. Because if we don't understand this, we will be living below, amen, the standard. We'll be living below, amen, the position that God has defined us. You know, when you look at the world today, how many people, how many of, of, the, of the systems, amen, of, you know, the, 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 the institutions that defines, you know, what life is all about, how life should be governed, amen. How many of the systems out there, amen, subscribe to identifying man, amen, as a spirit being? Think about it. The best we have gone, amen, <clears throat> is the psychology of, of the soul. And you know, like I know, amen, that when man fell, man actually fell into his soul. <laughs> so it's from that soul realm, amen, that we have coined out, amen, who a man is, who a woman is. And we just continue to tweak and continue to change and say today we've discovered something new, all right? You, you hear today, they say, you know, uh, 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 <clears throat> humans are binary. They tell you there's a difference between, all right, you know, uh, uh, you know, being a female and being a woman. 
how can there be a difference between a woman and being a female? You hear that? I mean, there are people who have gone to school, university, who are arguing this. You ask yourself, where do you come? Where do you get this from? Where? How do you come by this? You know, this theory because they are all theory. I mean, they say if you want to know, amen, the real function of a thing, you go to the creator, you go to the manufacturer. That is why, amen, the word of God must become our habitat in this season, friends. So some of the things that I'm dealing with, amen, in fact, some of the things I was writing about this morning is to help us to see, you know, what's the meaning of the purpose of true spirituality. Because when we say spirituality, when we talk about, you know, us being spiritual people, what comes to mind, amen, is a position that we can, that we can attain so we can gain certain, you know, if you will, certain authority and maybe be able to ask God for certain things. Most times they are material things. And if they are not material, they're so, you know, you know, so, you know, emotional driven things. I want a wife. I want a husband. I want a child i want to be happy you know i want to be fulfilled in life and those are good things but those are secondary things secondary every human need hallelujah without amen the the need of discovering his spirit man is secondary it's secondary are you getting the point we can run a church successfully amen from the position of the soul let me repeat it. You can run a church successfully from the position of the soul. Do you know that there's a dimension of spirituality within your soul? But you, you and I understand that everything that defines the soul that has not been yielded to Christ, hallelujah, is still carnal. In fact, the Bible shows us, tells us, amen, about two kinds of believers. There is, amen, a believer whose life is lived by the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. And then there is a believer the Bible calls, amen, uh, the kind of Christians okay, or the kind of believer. In other words, these are people who have given their life to Jesus. They are born again, but their walk, the walk of that salvation has not been translated, amen, into a position where their faculty, their thought pattern, amen, their thinking, amen, is, has become one with Christ. So they live their life from the position, amen, of the mind of Christ. So you have Christians or, or, who are, you know, tongue-talking, doing whatever everybody does, amen, but, you know, their true inner private life, amen, is something else. And these are the people that we see. These are the people defining what Christianity is, what life is, you know, uh, how to succeed in life, how to prosper. So we are defining our life from the position, amen, of the fallen, scanner human soul. We have not begun to trace. We have not begun to understand. In fact, very, very few Christians understand what it means, amen, to have a spirit and to live a spiritual life. If you're, if you're honest, you will agree with what I'm talking about. Very few. To the point that we, you know, as a Christian, we don't even know who we are. We've been branded by society, branded by culture, branded by, you know, our biological affiliation, branded by, in the, that's why you will see when there's trouble in society, all right? Be a Christian or non-Christian, you know, everybody just move into us that, you know, mi mindset of you want to revenge, all right? It's us against them. We understand, uh, uh, you know, is this tribe against them? We are very tribal. 
We're driven around by, by, by the things of the world, things that we have inherited, amen, from the fallen carnal Adamic nature. You will see that in a place where there, there, there is trouble, Christians will rise up. We found that in Nigeria, all right? The, 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 the values of choosing the next president, all right, is the fact that, well, this guy sounds like a Christian, all right? He, he, you know, he's gone to Christian churches, he's gone to pay homage to God knows who, and therefore we must vote for him. So that when God decides to say, no, I want to choose this guy called Bola Tilumbu, even though he's not a believer, all right, even though he has never stepped into a church, even though he's even a criminal, but there is something that I want to use him, all right, to do. Because we cannot see, we don't see through the eyes of God, we will fight God, all right, and go for what we believe, what we assume, amen, is correct. How do you come? How do you come to the conclusion of what is right from what is wrong? If you are not living, sourcing your life, Amen. From that order of the tree of life. Many are still eating from the knowledge, from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. All right. You better start leaving because what we are talking about, hallelujah, is going to bring healing. It's going to bring deliverance. It's going to bring transformation. That is why I personally am breaking away from all kinds of connections and networkings and all kinds of things that are sounding Christian, but are not living the spiritual life. I hope you understand there's one thing to say you're Christian is another thing to reflect, amen, the life of God, the spiritual life. The spiritual life of God is not determined by what is right or what is wrong. It's defined and determined by, amen, that order of life. You will know the truth. The truth will set you free. Are you getting the point that we're making? The making of the spirit. I, I, there are things that I really want to touch on. Some of these things are going to challenge, amen, yes, your, your theology, challenge your position. But at the end of the day, they will cause you to begin to really probe your own life, probe what you stand upon, probe your foundation, amen. If indeed what you know is, amen, the truth or just a hearsay, a third party information. How many believers, amen, truly have an experience, an encounter of the things of God that when they speak, they speak from the position of their true identity in Christ, not just from a position of information that they have imbibed, all right? You know, when you hear a lie continually, you continue to hear that lie continually, a day is going to come, a time is going to come, you will actually begin to believe that the lie is the truth. So when we say the church has been done, amen, in a wrong way. And what we mean by that is that everything that defines the values, the systems, the character, you know, and the objective of the church has been misrepresented. That today we have created, or rather they have cre created, amen, uh, you know, another God in their own image. And that is what they are imposing and projecting. And many people are tripping there. Many will be tripping to churches this today, era, that the man, hallelujah, out there preaching that gospel do have no relationship with God. He has a lot of relationship with, with religion. He knows religion. She knows religion. You can almost predict what is going to be happening. But to touch life, to touch the dimension of the spirit, to bring people to be spiritually awakened and connect, amen, to, you know, the, the, the voice of God, the will of God, the counsels of God, is far-fetched. In fact, people are afraid to touch that dimension. Because one, if you begin to say you want to touch that dimension, your entire life will be disrupted. 
And people like when they're able, all right, to predict what's going to happen, when, when they know that everything that they have arranged are where, are where they have placed it. You see, but that kind of a life is not going to help us in the last days. In the days where, amen, what is going to be defining the battles of the last day, what is going to be defining economy, what is going to be defining, amen, powers and politics, amen, will be the influence of, of falling spirits. So you begin to understand why I'm touching this. This is not just, oh, well, we need to know who we ask. No, no, no. I'm arming you. We need to be armed. We need to be well prepared. When the Bible says, put on the old armor of God, this is not something you wear physically. Hallelujah. When the Bible talks about we have this divine nature, this is not something you run about with revelation. No, these are realities that must be embedded within your spiritual identity, within your spiritual know-how. So that when you speak, you're speaking from that position. You're not speaking from head. Your head basically is submitting to what your spirit, hallelujah, yes, has established. We have to come to this order of life. We can live life successfully on earth without touching God. If what, if what we are looking for is success, remember the word success is, is I mean, is relative. You see people... In their workplace, they've mastered the art of managing things because they've learned to manage their soul, their leaking soul. They've learned to manage it. But when they get to that point and place, amen, where their vulnerability is exposed, you see them collapse like a placard. You see them mess up. You, you wonder, you ask yourself, yes, because those are the dualities that you, humanity have come to accept. So, I'm no longer moved by what you display. It's no. If you really want to know me, you can't know me just by what I'm saying. You have to either know me in the spirit or you come and live with me. You come to my house. Then you will know who I am. That's why I can tell you, amen, that, you know, when your daughter says you're the best father, I'm proud to have you as a father, then you know that I'm, I'm, I must be doing something right in my home. I'm not perfect, but I must be doing something right. Because when, when she needs to be scolded, I scold her. When she needs to be corrected, I correct her. When, she, when I need to tell her, no, that's wrong, I tell her that's wrong. And when I need to tell her, it's, you, you've done right, I tell her that. So it's not one way. It's not, I'm not just singing her praise. And she's not doing that because, well, this man sings my praise. No, but because I show them what love is, what truth is. Truth must encompass all the dimensions of life. You like it or not, it's truth. And you cannot, amen, lift, you know, uh, embrace truth without, hallelujah, embracing the life that truth ought to manifest in society or within your space. The reason for truth is for you to exhibit life. Truth is a reflection of doctrine. When they give you doctrine, amen, they want that doctrine to be translated, hallelujah, into a shoe leather, into something mobile, into something you practice. It's not an information you have. The information is to give you access, hallelujah, into something. Now, when you touch that thing, hallelujah, your life changes. Are you still there? I know it's Sunday morning. So what are we talking about? We, we, we're dealing with this concept, amen. That there is a biblical principle that allow us to advance in the spirit. If we're not talking, touching this, I will tell you another reason why I'm touching this dimension. 
I'll tell you another reason. You and I understand that we're living in the world of AI, we're living in the world of AI, right? Artificial intelligence. <clears throat> if it is called artificial intelligence, it means, amen, it cannot be 100% depend, dependent on. If they say something is artificial, it means it's not real. Or rather, it's real, but it is not the McCoy. It is not the, it is not the, gen, it's not the genuine article. After all, artificial intelligence, amen, yes, was, you know, was infused by information, data, and all of that. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? And we all, at least, let me not assume, but most of us have, have tested this, you know, the capability of some of this artificial intelligence. And they, and they are very, 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 you know, intelligent. You know, this, these algorithms are very intelligent. This AI thing, I mean, they are very intelligent. This morning I was doing, I was, I just, I just decided to test this thing. What is the difference between, amen, you know, carnal Christian and spiritual Christian? You will not believe what this thing tells me. Sound, 90%, in fact, 98% sound correct. But the fact that that thing is correct does not mean that that thing can experience what it has said. Do you understand what I'm saying? The fact that artificial intelligence can tell you something and that thing sound correct, amen, does not mean that thing has experienced that thing. There's a realm, there's a place where you come to experience the things of God. So we have to go beyond just acquiring knowledge. Knowledge is very important. In fact, the book that I've been writing since 2020, all right, talking about the, the two kinds of knowledge. I'm hoping God will grant me the grace and the inspiration to finish it this year. Because this book, I tell you, the enemy has been fighting this material, but this material is a killer. It's going to finish the, the works of the enemy. And it's from that position that I'm speaking from that I'm, you know, that's the realm that amen, I live because I understand you know, right, the dimensions of the various, you know, uh, 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 systems that governs both the natural life and the spiritual life. And many people have not begin even to begin to talk about these things. But there is no way, amen, you'll be able to advance they tell you if you want to get a job in this last day, or you need to utilize, you know, artificial intelligence. You want to just artificial intelligence, and I tell you that thing can be very tempting. But that thing is limited, and if you don't understand the limitation, because you are ignorant of who you are and what, Amen. The the word of God, <clears throat> excuse me, have defined your life. Or how the word of God has defined your life and the and the place you ought to be, amen, sourcing your knowledge and, and, and wisdom, amen, and understanding from our friends, you will be flawed. This is why I'm talking about the making. The making of the spirit is us coming to the point and place, amen, where our position, amen, of, of perspective, our position of dealings, our position, amen, of, of values, our position, amen, of, of coming to, you know, if you will, conclusion because we have certain knowledge of making judgment, hallelujah, is sourced from, amen, a realm that is embedded within, amen, our spirit man. Your spirit, amen, houses all the intelligence, all the spirit of grace and excellence, amen, in whatever field. 
You want to be the best of you know scientists. You want to be the best, amen. Your field. You want to achieve greatness. You want to fulfill, amen. God's intention. You want to uncover, discover your purpose, amen. You want to know how to lead a nation, how to govern society, amen. You want to know how to build your home, amen. You want to know how to reflect the nature and the character of a true woman. You want to succeed as a man, as a father. Ah, you need to look deep within the spirit, your spirit man. Because all that the Father defines, amen, human to be, amen, we're locked in the spirit. So when man fell, amen, everything that ref reflects, amen, the, 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 the authority and the power and the ingenuity of man, amen, was shot, was shot, was literally shot. Just as they shot, amen, the Garden of Eden, the spirit of man was shot. So man began to live from, amen, his soul falling nature. Until today, our definition of life, our understanding of the unseen, the invisible, our understanding of God, our sense of creativity, leadership, the best of leaders that we read about, okay, that, you know, are still being taught in schools. Many of them live from the position of their soul. Remember, the soul was not designed, amen, to, you know, to, to be rebellious. But the activity, the act of man, amen, before the fall, led man into that state. Man fell into himself. We raised children from the position, amen, of the falling soul life. Our, it's like we do try and error with life. We've stumbled into so many things, amen, through the knowledge God has given to us that we call science. And those things are powerful and they are good, but they're still very limited. Yes, something Jesus said. Let me quickly jump into the scripture in Luke chapter, chapter, uh, uh, chapter 9 from verse 51. Now it came to pass when the time had come for him to, you know, to be received up or to ascend or to leave the earth. This was Jesus. That he steadfastly set his face to go to Jerusalem. Because he knew that was the place that amen, he's going to amen, ascend. Jerusalem was his exit out. And you know Jerusalem was the place that he was going to be what persecuted. Do we have such understanding? Even though that is not where I'm going. But that, that is just something we need to look at. That you know that amen, going, through, uh, going to a place... amen. Would, will require your persecution, will require, amen, you've you been beaten, will require, amen, that you've been flogged. But, but for the sake of the gospel, for the sake, amen, of what you have been assigned, because you know that in your spirit, hallelujah, you go, you, 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 you put your head there, you go all the way. I mean, it's like Paul. Paul knew that going to Rome, amen, yes, will, 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 will become his demise. He knew, prophecy came. Not one, not two, I came. The man who owns this ghetto, this is what is going to be done to him. Paul said, look, I'm not just ready to suffer, I'm ready to die. This man knew amen, his position, he knew who he is, he, he knew that certain things, he needs to go through them. Now we live a spiritual life, amen, that avoid <laughs> things like that. 
We are taught our Christianity, our theology, hallelujah, the theology that they've given to us has taught us to avoid persecution, to avoid tribulation, to avoid suffering. When people are going through suffering, we all say, oh, sorry, oh, oh, my show, you know, from my language, they'll say, oh, my show, oh, sorry, uh, may, may God help you out of this thing. Oh, may, no, no, you don't know that God placed that person in that situation. Now you want to become the voice that will abort that person's process because now you're coming, you're pitying the person. You see, that's a theology. That is why the church is booming. And those who are really searching for God are living. They're living what we call church. I keep telling some of our brethren, I said, excuse me, this gospel that we're preaching here in Africa, if you take it to Europe, people are not going to listen to you. Because all you're talking about is how God can bless you, how God can make it, how God, how you can make it, how you can get your God knows what. The governments in some of these places that we want to take church to in Europe have provided all these things for the people. So what are you going to be preaching in church on Sunday morning? Your breakthrough is coming. <laughs> no, they're not looking for that. They have it. They're, look, they're searching for something more, something deeper, something more eternal, something that, you know, will not make them wake up in the morning and want to go commit suicide. Yeah, the gas, he's got a Lamborghini, he's got a Ferrari, he's got a Cadillac, he's got all this nice car, he's living in a penthouse, he's got everything, but his life is in a mess. He doesn't know what's going on with him. He's left one woman for another. I mean, he's, he, he, he's with the fourth wife right now and he's about living that one so is the same with the woman there's something about the spirit man that is crying but they don't know what like you know like Solomon says in Ecclesiastes everything their eye can see amen they've acquired it everything that comes to their heart as a desire they've gained it They've come to the point and place where they realize that all is vanity, is vanity. <laughs> to the point that the perfume you wear, you put on your body to smell nice, they call it vanity. That's to tell you something. <laughs> Are you getting something that I'm saying? That this thing is not about just church. It's not about going to church. It's not about populating the church. It's not just about you belonging to, you know, some network and you're doing God knows what. This thing is about first you discovering your true spiritual state and identity because it's from there you are able to serve humanity if that's part of your calling. It's from there you are able to represent God and the issues of the kingdom. How come ignorant, ignorant and blind people Claim to be representing the things of God. We're living our spiritual life, amen, like I said, from the order of the soul. In a day where it is at price for you to be able to identify the difference between Cain and Abel. You don't even know who is, who, who, who is Cain and who is, who is Abel in the church. The brother you thought, amen, has your back, is with you. Is the one that is going to stone you to death. Kind of Christians, the Bible called them. I, I mean, I didn't coin that word. That's that's what Paul referred to this kind of people. 
They are, they are, they are, they are Christians. They are, you know, spiritual people, but they are carnal. You know what that means? You know what that means? It means that, amen, they are not living their life solely from the order of the spirit. They are, they are motivated. When, when that thing comes on there, ah, hallelujah, they, we will go for you. We will, we will serve you. <laughs> the same people who say, Hosanna in the highest. When the tide changed, when situation changed, the same people say, crucify him. You can't identify them. And I remember the first time I introduced this message, I was saying that, you know, when we say, you know, the makings of spirit, we're talking about, we're coming to the point where I so know, I so know you that I can predict you. Just like when you see, you know, a, a, a Coca-Cola bottle, you know the difference between Coca-Cola and Pepsi. That you are, you are not, you are not vacillating. You are not here and there. You are, you are, you, you are not like a chameleon today. Yes, I see this color. Tomorrow you show me <laughs> another color. You think, oh, now I know your true color. You know you don't know my true color. Because what you see today is purple. Tomorrow you're going to see green. Depend on the weather. They are tossed here and there by every wind of doctrine. Unstable. The Bible called them. They are unstable. They are wells without water. They are clouds without rain. It's for this reason we cannot build anything lasting upon this kind of value system. Two people come together in the name of we love each other. Three, four years down the line you begin to wonder what's going on here. I thought we are believers. I thought, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> That is how complex the soul is. The complex, you see, the, the complexity of the soul, if you're not, you not a spiritual person, <laughs> you, would have, you would have bought the lie. You would have invested in the false and you would believe that is the truth until that person now begins to show you. These are our true color. But when we begin to identify people by their spirit, I told one of our disciples yesterday, I said, we marry values and we marry brands. We buy brands. Why am I saying this? I'm saying the nature of the days that we live in demands that we stop and reevaluate our spiritual life. Because things are not the way they seem. Let me repeat it again. Things are not the way the same. People are not what, amen, they claim they are. If you want to know people, you cannot sample them. You cannot look at them on a face value. You can't come to their home. You can't go to their church and conclude. You cannot, amen, get to know that that man is a man of God because of the fine, powerful message you preach. There are people who preach the truth but don't live by the truth. I can tell you, I used to be like that. I will preach the truth, but I don't live by the truth. But I can tell you now, it's not so. I live what I preach. And I preach what I live. It's not easy to preach from a position of your lifestyle. It's not, it's not easy. But if you begin to die to self, because you see, you cannot come to this dimension of the making of the spirit without you coming to the cross. Without you embracing the cross, 
without you carrying. Jesus says, take up your cross and what? Follow me and I will make you. Yes, there's a place called the makings of spirit. When you look at Daniel, oh, we want to be the Daniel. We want to be Daniel, the Daniel church. When you look at Joseph, we want to be the Joseph church. We want to provide food, all right? We want to provide enough material. We want to provide God. When you look at Esther, yes, we want to be the Esther church. And all the values that reflect those people, we embrace it. But we are not ready to embrace the process that makes what houses those people as an entity. Daniel is a spirit. Deborah is a spirit. Elijah is a spirit. Those spirits were made. Jeremiah is a spirit that was made. I told you, this truth will challenge your position. I'm not here. To, to sermonize you and just give you another message. Oh, hallelujah. Wow, this is nice. No, 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 no. If you don't know what Daniel, what Deborah, what Elijah, amen, have been through. What God took them through. If you think, oh, we live in a day of grace. And therefore, I don't need to go through all of that. Jesus has done it all. Jesus did it all. So that, amen, you can Follow his footstep. Is that not what the Bible says? He died to leave us a footstep, a footprint, so we can walk in it. You're not ready to walk in the path that Jesus walked, but you want to walk the works of Jesus. Come on. Who's fooling who? The things that bring that they bring across your path, across your way, are those things that they use to shape you, to mold you. Yes. The things you are praying for God to take away. They say, no, they don't take it away. Amen. We are bind you to this thing because that is the path. That is the material. Those are the tools you need. Amen. To make of the kind of spiritual brand that you need. I'm using a camera called Canon. Amen. Uh, some people, amen, will, will prefer another one. Amen. Called Sony. Why is it that when you make a product, when they make a product, they put amen, a brand there. They put the name there. So that you can easily identify not just what that product can do, but who made it. Who made you? Where do you come from? Oh, we all come from God. <laughs> Is that true? How do you prove that? Because when Pharaoh asked the question, who is that God? When Nebuchadnezzar says, I want to see that God that will come down and save you from this fire. Excuse me. Did God turn up on behalf of those guys? Yes. Why is it that today when we pray certain prayer, it seems as if God is not turning up? Could it be that uh, there's something that we're not getting right? Could it be that there's something that is just not connected? Could it be that there's a misrepresentation somewhere? Could it be that there's an ignorance somewhere? Because my people perish for lack of knowledge. You know, sometimes, you know, we, we, we build our zeal on ignorance and we expect God, amen, yes, to approve what we're doing. Sorry, it doesn't work that way. Elijah did not think twice that the fire was going to fall from heaven. Moses did not think twice that when he threw amen, that rod on the floor, that that thing was going to turn to a serpent. 
let me finish reading. Luke 9.51 We stop at verse um, um, 52. The scripture says, And Jesus sent his messengers before his face. Maybe I should take it from verse 51 again. Now it came to pass when the time had come for him to be received up. It was it's almost it's time for him to be depart, departed. The Bible says that he, he steadfastly set his face to go amen, to Jerusalem and sent messengers before his face. As they went, they entered a village of the Samaritans to, you know, to, you know, to be prepared for him. Verse 50, uh, 53. But they did not receive him because his face was set for Jerusalem. In other words, this Samaritan village that Jesus amen, sent his disciples to go and prepare, that he's going to come, he's going to you know, take that as a transit to Jerusalem. This, the Samaritan says, no, we're not going to allow you to stay here. If you're not going to stay here, but you just want to use this place as a transit to Jerusalem, you know you know the history between the Samaritans and, 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 you know, and the Jew. No, 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 they said, we, we, sorry, not here. We're not going to allow you to pitch your tent here. Please leave. <laughs> And when his disciples, amen, when his disciples, James and John saw this, I want you to know this, James and John, please note who these guys are, James and John. These are the, these are the most <clears throat> committed, you know, these are the inner caucus of Jesus. When you talk about James, remember James, later we understood that, amen, he was an elder in the church. He was one of the, you know, early fathers of the church. He was one of the key elders. The same with John. Remember, John was the guy, amen, who would lay his head at the, you know, at the breast, at the chest of Jesus. You know, John understood the, the, the heartbeat of Christ. James understood what it means, amen, yes, to, you know, to watch over the, the people of God. These were zealous people. And it's important that I, I highlight this point. But I want you to understand that at this point, they were still very immature. James and John, when they heard this thing, they said, Lord, do you want us to go and command fire to come down from heaven and consume this village? Kill them all. <laughs> Let's kill them. Don't, don't they know who you are? Don't they know who you are? You say you want to go to this village of the Samaritan and they are refusing you. Permit us to go there and call down fire. Remember, these guys, they believe that when they call down fire, fire will come. They were gifted. They understand prayer. They understand warfare. All of the things that we will... We will pile up as, you know, as a successful spiritual profile. They had it all. Is somebody listening this morning? These are issues we have to deal with. I'm, I'm talking about issues that has to do with our spiritual status, our spiritual condition. This is not well. I'm gifted. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about your giftings. I'm talking about, do you know who you truly are? 
as a spiritual entity. Do you know that? Do you know your position? Do you know the makings of your spiritual posture? Do you know your spiritual personality? As I put it in, in the first day I was introducing this message. Do you know your spiritual amen, personality? Do you know the makings? Just like when you look at certain things, you know how that thing is made. What are you made of spiritually? Hallelujah. They say, let us go down and command fire from heaven to consume them. Just as Elijah did. <laughs> Elijah has mentored these guys. These guys have been tracking Elijah. You see, if we're going to build a church that is basically, you know, on, on the steroid of power. Power. And that power is not from a position of a lifestyle that is in alignment with the will of God. We are going to do more havoc to the work of the kingdom, to the work of God. Amen. In this last day. Our zeal must come from a position, not just of knowledge, but of the will of God and the timings of God. Everything has to sink in a position that God has ordained so that when we move, we move in accordance to the timings of God. But that has to do first that we understand the qualities and the values first of what spirituality is from the, of course, from the view of the kingdom and secondly from amen the the position of executing the counsels of god in the earth they said come let us go and call down fire to consume them just as elijah did <coughs> let me not even go into all of that now because i'll be distracted let's quickly go let's finish the reading verse 55 then our lord jesus turned and rebuke them. It's amazing when I was tracking the scripture. Not too many, you know, Bible translation actually added the next phase that Jesus said, Amen. You do not know of the spirit that you are made of. It's amazing. I'm wondering why did they leave that out? Jesus turned and said to them, you do not know what manner of spirit you are. Some, some translations say, you don't know of the spirit that you are made of. You know religion. You know Christianity. You know binding and losing. You know all these things that we have come to inculcate. You know, in one of my, one of the notes that I was putting together, I said religion has, has so built this system that we have come to know how to respond to certain things that we believe is spiritual. In fact, religion has so you know introduced this dichotomy that we look at certain things we say this is not spiritual. And we look at other things and say, now that that's spiritual. How do you define, amen, what is spiritual from what is not? Every aspect of life has a spiritual, hallelujah, yes, manifestation or extension. Life itself, life is spiritual by design. Because when God created man, he created him to be a spiritual being. 
Man was created as a spiritual being. In fact, let me see if I can find this note. Thank you, Jesus. If I can't find it, I'm not going to waste my time because I've got, I've got a note that I'm putting together on this, on this topic. I'm just trying to build on some points. Now, when I say Nkumisa, I'm not looking at Nkumisa or I, uh, as somebody I know from South Africa who, who, who was in Eastern Cape and immigrated from Eastern Cape or uh, you know, to the Western Cape and she's got three children and all of these things that I know about her and maybe you know, her needs, her challenges and all those things that we look and we conclude that we have come to know somebody. That when I say I, I know this person called Nkumisa, I can say that I know her because, amen, I can relate to a true spiritual identity. Regardless of your physical manifestation, your physical manifestation oftentimes do not tell, do not define who you are. Are you getting the point I'm making? Jesus said to his these guys, not that he didn't disqualify them. He rebuked them. And he corrected them. And that's the essence of this message. This message is not to dismiss that there are certain people, all right, in the church that have become obsolete. The God doesn't need them again. No, 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 no. I used to think like that. Every person that have come to the Lord, God is still interested in their life. He's interested, amen, in changing them, in building them, in rebranding them to their true identity, to their original identity. That's why I talked about the concept of artificial intelligence. It is artificial. It's not original. The original is you. Job said there's a spirit in man. There is a spirit in man. The inspiration of God gives him understanding every time you read the scripture the values you read in scripture are supposed to be first manifested within the core realities of your spiritual life before things can be made manifest spiritually they must first become a reality within your spiritual life did you hear what I just said? Before, before, if you're praying for God for something, you're in need of something, or you want to do something. You see, you see, before I came to this nation, South Africa was first bathed in my spirit. I had conquered, amen, the principality that will hinder or stop my, my, my mandate and assignment over this nation. I already dealt with that in Nigeria before I came here. Are you getting what I'm saying? And that may take you, you know, months or years. You cannot, hallelujah, bring into manifestation what you have not been impregnated with in the spirit. We bath things first in the spirit before we bath them in the human realm. I'm just telling you that there's a place we need to come to where we begin to understand our spirituality, our spiritual identity, our spiritual posture, our spiritual assignment. When we say spiritual, it tells us, amen, that yes, it's not physical. But beyond that, it tells us, amen, that it is a dimension that is governed by a law, by, you know, a value that is not, amen, yes, limited to the natural physical realm. But it's real. Spiritual things are more real than the things you can touch. 
We pay more attention right, to things that we can touch. We pay more attention to our physical condition. This is why the church is booming and many right, who are searching for God are living. You know why the church is booming? Because everything we're talking and we're preaching in the church, amen, is about what people can touch, what they can see. You know, your, your miracle is coming, 24 hours miracle. There is nothing like that. I'm not saying God cannot perform a miracle in 24 hours. But what God is more interested in, amen, is infusing your spirit with the reality that all things are yours. That when there's a delay, the delay, hallelujah, is, is related to, hallelujah, to something they are trying to build within you that will help you first to sustain, to manage, and to maximize this thing that you're asking for. There are many things you're asking for that you don't even know. How to handle them, how to manage them. I remember the first time I was, I was sharing with us about this concept. You're praying for a, a husband and a wife. You've been praying, God, make it for me. And here's the person standing before you. Because you are not a spiritual person, but that person is spiritual. The person is standing before you. But you can't see. Because what they showed you, amen, negates what you are seeking for. But what you need are locked within the person. But you can't see it. You're looking, where, where is this car? Where is it working? Which, which oil company is it working? You're looking for all the things that are supposed to be a manifestation. That are supposed to be as a result of a spiritual state. But they're giving you the raw spiritual state. But you can't see it. Because your mind has been, has been programmed by religion to be looking for manifestation. Listen, God often don't give us manifestation. When you are looking for bread, God gives you what? A flower. <laughs> God often don't give you the complete, complete things. When God gives people com the complete things they, they are in need of, guess what? It's because they are still immature. But when you begin to grow in the things of God, because this message is for mature people, of course. When you begin to grow in the things of God, when you say you're in need of wisdom, now I heard this from somebody, this is not directly from me, but it's resonate. When you say, God, give me wisdom, they give you trouble. Because without trouble, you won't find wisdom. When you say, God, I need peace, they give you war. Because it's in the midst of war that you appreciate peace. Now that's mine. <laughs> so if you are not tracking, you are not walking. Have you noticed? Look at how will the glory of God be manifest in Babylon? If all those things were not allowed. And the people that are being prepared who have the right spirit. The Shedra, the Meshach and the Abednego of this world. Remember, they changed their name, but they could not change their spiritual status. They changed their name. They tried to change their identity, but this guy said, sorry, you can't touch that thing. Because God has already branded us. When, when Babylon wants to rebrand you, after God has branded you, it's not going to work. But guess what? If you do not know your true brand, you don't know your true name, hallelujah. And when you get to Babylon and they give you a different name, guess what? You will, you will just follow. You will follow. <laughs> you will eat on the king's table. 
You know why? Because your Christianity is about what? Survival. Those guys say no. After 10 days, come see. Come watch. Can you, can you go through that? Are you willing to go through that? Say, no, no, hold your promotion. But give me another six months and see if I'm not going to turn things around in this, in, in this company. Then after that, then let's sit down and talk. <laughs> the condition of my share in this company. <laughs> oh, I pray that we will begin to understand what God wants to do in this end of days. When we're praying for the manifestation of the sons of God, sons of God, first of all, are people who understand their true spiritual status, who understand their true spiritual amen, value, who understand amen, their true spiritual identity. They know that they belong to a tribe, a culture, if you will. They know that they are coming from a nation called the nation of God. Amen. They know that they're representing, hallelujah, an order in the earth that cannot be, amen, intact mingle or intermarry with the values of the world we're in this world but we're not of this world are you getting what we're talking about Jesus please go back and read the scripture he said to them he rebuked them you don't know what manner of a spirit maybe next time we'll come we'll begin to track what Jesus meant by this what manner of spirit you are because if we can't track this thing, then it's going to be very difficult for us to appreciate what the Spirit of God, amen, is leading us into. I'm going to quickly round up with this scripture. They said, there is a man in your, in your kingdom who has the Spirit of the Holy Gods in him. How did they know this man? Because they've seen him perform. They've seen him in action. There is a man in your kingdom. Everybody, amen, is subject to the authority of the king. But this man lives in the authority of another king. Belshazzar, maybe you have forgotten. Maybe you are still young. But in the days of your father, we've seen what this man, these are these wise men talking. We have seen what this man can do. I said, go fetch him. Because of his spiritual wisdom, intelligence, because of his spiritual position, because of his spiritual authority, because of his spiritual education, he was the only one in Babylon that could read the handwriting on the wall. We found this man to have insight, intelligence. His wisdom is like that of the gods. Go fetch him. I'm only using this to help us to begin to understand and appreciate what we are talking about. When we say, this, these are the days, amen, of the makings of spirits. As 
the spirit of the age continue to clamp on us as, amen, the, the works of darkness continue to increase, the activities of darkness and hell continue to increase and they start manipulating all kinds of things. There has to be a people who can rise up and, and give you know, clarity, understanding, interpretation, and they're leading. Why? Because they are leading from a position where their life, amen, is in sync with their true spiritual identity. Their life is not defined, amen, by what they govern in the material realm. Their life is defined, amen, by their, by their spiritual position, by their sitting position over realms. They are not insecure because they don't have, amen, a jet plane. They are not insecure because they don't have, you understand, a mansion. They are not living for that. They are living for something far more than living, than sleeping on a bed, you know, a, a, you know, bed made of gold. They're interacting with a realm, with a sphere, hallelujah, yes, that, that can change the authority and the systems that governs realms. These people, hallelujah, when they come of age, they become principality, shifting and, and relocating the activities of principality over realms. I'm talking about the makings of spirits. Now when they rise up in the morning, the paths of darkness, amen, are all fidgeting, they are all running. Why? Because they know an authority is awake. You can't kill them while they are sleeping because, amen, they are angels on guard. Government recognize them. Even when you imprison them in prison, they are still dishing out authority. They are not limited, amen, by prison or by, you know, uh, you know, some big palatial house that they live. They are not limited. Their life, amen, is, is sourced from a spiritual. Remember, spiritual things are not limited. Paul in the prison was writing. One third of the scriptures that we read, that we call epistle, were written from a position of limitation, yet his spirit is not limited. Can you understand this life? Can you begin to build yourself to this order so that when we meet, I won't need to, you know, be, you know, be trying to, you know, address myself and try to look so nice so I can, so I can make myself appeal. I can, I can make myself, amen, appealing to you and say, yeah, so you're the Isaiah talking about, yeah, you understand? And then, so you can then, you know, finally decide to, you know, you know, to welcome into your space because of the nice suit I'm wearing. Or the fact that you can pick and say, I, something in you, hallelujah, leap for joy. Something in you, hallelujah, is being corrected without him saying anything. Something in you, hallelujah, is being aligned because you come into an atmosphere. You come in contact with somebody that is carrying, hallelujah, grace of ages, wisdom of ages. Do we understand this? Can we begin to fast track this dimension? Because these are the things that is going to fast track the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. They have a kingdom. 
but we are not shaken, we are not moved by them because we carry a greater kingdom. When all this becomes the template that governs our life, friends, we will begin to make changes so that when God allows certain things to happen, We won't be fighting him because we have a first-hand understanding and information that, oh, the Lord allowed this. Or certain things, the Lord has kept it hidden from us. It's not everything that God tells you and show you. The prophet said, but the Lord has kept this thing from me. I, didn't, I don't understand. It's for a reason. And the one God have revealed to you, they said, that which is revealed, hallelujah, is for you. To use you and your children and your generations. But that which is secret, amen, is kept for the Lord. So you don't misrepresent God because you don't understand what God is doing. You don't go and start opening your mouth and start preaching things that are extra biblical, that are not doctrinally sound. In the name of being spiritual. Because that's what we see. That if, the, if, if heaven has not spoken, you keep quiet. Or if you don't understand what God is doing, you, you're quiet, you're quiet. And there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, that is more noble than to assume a position that is far from, hallelujah, the mind of God. Hallelujah, friends. We will continue to track this as the days unfold before us. The Spirit of God will continue to allow us to walk into this order of our life, that there is a biblical principle that allows us to advance in the spirit. Our advancement is in the spirit. Like I said earlier, when we are truly, amen, aligned in the spirit, we will accelerate, but we will also accelerate, amen, the activities of the kingdom of God because our life as a church is the extension of the kingdom of God in the earth. When we say your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is done in heaven. Hallelujah. We are saying that we position ourselves, amen, in the realm whereby our life can be used as an extension, amen, to manifest the will of God. Wherever the will of God is established, the kingdom of God comes to bear in that place. Jesus says today I as you hear the scripture, amen. Yes, the scripture is fulfilling your ears. His life was, amen, the manifestation, yes, of that which, amen, has been waiting to be, to be fulfilled as a prophetic word. What I am doing right now, amen, is a proclamation, not just to the hearings of those listening to me, amen, on the other end, but also, amen, to the hearings of principalities and powers, to the hearings of the rulers of darkness over realms that have kept people bound and limited, amen, locked them in some religious, you know, circus called, amen, church. We break in that hold and we say, Pharaoh, let my people go. Uh, people are rising and they are beginning, hallelujah, to find the shepherd of their soul because they want to grow, they want to mature, and they want their life to become a reflection of the will of God in the earth. Are you with me? This is the day. This is the order. God is at work. Even when we look around and we think, ah, oh, 
but I don't see anything. I say God is at work. When you look deep within your spirit, there's a steering. There is a, there is a steering within your spirit. That steering is God. That sound you are hearing in, in, you know, in the morning before you go to bed is God. That awakening, morning by morning, he's awakening you into, amen, yes, your true spiritual status, your true spiritual, amen, yeah, posture. He's calling you to come to another realm beyond this thing that men have defined and, and you know, and, and benchmark. That there is a place you can come into that your spirit, amen, becomes one with the will of God. That from that point, when people see you, they can, they can locate you. They can, they can connect you with certain spiritual characters and values. So that when Daniel appeared, <clears throat> you know, amen, yes, what is going to happen. When, when Samuel appeared to the palace of the king, even the king himself is afraid. What have I done? Hope, I hope all is well. When you don't understand who you are, you'll be beaten here and there. You'll be flawed by every, you know, impositions of the enemy. Your life will become invaded by darkness and disease and infirmity. You become subject and you become susceptible to the lies of the enemy. You'll be crying every day. You'll be disappointed every day because you don't know who you are. He said to them, you don't know of the spirit you're made of. Do you know who you are? Do you know? Remember who you are is not what society defined you to be. It's not what, amen, the lies and the paths of darkness define it. It's not even what science say you are. As good as we need this education, there is a dimension of education that only those who have been awakened spiritually, whose spirit has been regenerated, come, hallelujah, yes, sit at such a classroom and learn and grow to become teachers to the point they become, yes, lecturers and professors in that school of the spirit. I'm introducing you to another dimension of a life called the school of the spirit where you can be branded for what amen heaven has designed you for so that amen you are not you are not misrepresenting God amen and people are not misrepresenting you it shall not be said they say his name is not is not Zachariah no you sorry you missed it people will misidentify you they, 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 will, they, will, they will rope you with others. You know, those, those, those bunch of Christians, those noisemakers. No, I'm not one of them. I'm not one of them. I left that realm since 2000. I, I left the order, amen, of what men call, amen, church. My life is the reflection, amen, of the church of Christ. I'm of the tribe, yes, of them who live there, yes, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. I'm a Christian, I'm a Christ follower. Everything that I do, I seek to please God. I'm not intimidated because I'm not part of 
you know, what they are doing. No, I'm not. I'm very satisfied working with God all by myself. You know, work with God after all. And yet when I come among the company of them who are journeying into this same highway of the spirit, I rejoice. My spirit is gladdened because I find my tribe. But if I can't find them, then I take my lonely journey and walk with God all by myself. Find God and stop looking for religion and the affirmations of men. Find God. Find the one who created you, who branded you. There's a mark placed upon your life that the enemy is trying to erode. He said to Ezekiel, before the judgment come, go place your mark upon, yes, the forehead of them who, whose heart are sorrowful because of the condition of things in the church and in the land. Put your mark upon them. There is a mark of God upon your life if your heart is crying for the way of Zion. If you're seeking for truth, not popularity and not the opinions of men. Seeking for approval. Seeking for things that when you die today, not, not one of those things will be buried with you. When you say where your treasure is, that is where your heart will be. Where is your heart? Your heart is the condition, Hallelujah, of your lifestyle. Where is your heart? What are you teaching the people? When you tell the people, seek the kingdom of God, what do you mean by that? It's a day of redefinition. Everything has to be clear. If it's not clear, you've got to wear the mindset of the Bereans. Go back and find out the truth so that you don't live your life in the shadow of men. Life is too important. To allow ourselves to be played like a ping pong ball. Our life is too important to allow ourselves, amen, to be, you know, to be used as a chess, as a game, you know. No, please, this is the day of the Lord. In the day of the Lord, they are calling you to take your place in the formation of this great army. I'm saying to us, God is building an army. Amen. Armies, warriors of righteousness. We can win. Amen. By the truth. We can live for the truth. Our life. Amen. Can bring glory and praise. To him who has called us. Don't ever think. That your quest for God and the things of God is waste. Don't ever think that your quest for God and the things of the Spirit, is, is, you know, is a waste of time. No, no, no. It's an investment. I keep telling us spiritual things are investment. Invest. They say break the fallow ground. Sow to yourself. Come on. Can you hear the cry of the Spirit? Can you feel the longing of your heart wanting more than this? If this is all, if this is what life is all about, then there has to be something more. Paul said, let's just, you know, enjoy ourselves. And tomorrow we die. But there's more. 
There is a biblical principle, a sound spiritual state that allow us to advance in the spirit whereby we are able to clearly identify and brand our spirit. Our spirit can be branded. Not all apostles are the same. Not all prophets are the same. Not everybody. One of the things God began to speak to me a few days ago is about the awakening of true Amen gatekeepers. Who are these gatekeepers? They are called apostolic fathers over realms. The enemy for, for in fact, let me say from you know 2020 has fought you know men who God has positioned at the gate. Many of them have left their gate, they've left their position. And this is why many of our spiritual gates have become porous. Gates to our cities have become porous. Gates to our community have become porous. Why? Because people that God, amen, has committed the responsibility, amen, to be gatekeepers, hallelujah, to be portals into communities, into cities, into realms, amen, have left their duty, yes. Because after COVID, everybody's trying to survive. <laughs> oh, Jesus. They're trying to survive. So the enemy had invaded all kinds of spaces. He's doing all what he can do. The Lord began to speak to me that he's awakening and restoring the ministry of gatekeepers. Men and women who have been sandered with grace, amen, to become, you know, territorial watchmen over realms. These are part of the things that we're going to be tracking when we talk about, amen, yes, warriors of righteousness. These men and women, amen, are going to be redressed, are going to be kitted again, amen, yes, with the full armor of God and they will take their place. I know you've been battered, I know you have been bruised, I know you have been hit because people who have been positioned in this kind of, you know, ministry, I tell you, many of us don't recognize them and for the few that are recognized, they are not appreciated. That is why many of them have left their position and they have gone the way, amen, of Cain. They've gone the way, yes, of, you know, of, of, of you know, of demons who's gone to Thess Thessalonica, left the gates. And all kinds of foreign spirits are invading communities and society, particularly in South Africa. But this is something that is global. But God is awakening, amen. Yes, this, this men and women again, hallelujah, who are territorial leaders. That's what I'm talking about. They are territorial leaders. They're not just bothered about their little church. Some of them run, maybe run a local church, but most of them don't even run a church. But they are, they are apostles. Apostles position earlier, yes, to watch over realms. Shepherds who watch their sheep by night. They can pray, they can, they can, they can, they can intercept the lies of the enemy before that thing, get, you know, it's like the iron dome that Israel, you know, uh, you know, build over, over their airspace. Then when the missile is coming, the iron dome, hallelujah, just blew that thing in the air. Don't touch the land, don't touch the land. There are people right now, the Spirit of God is awakening as you are hearing me. Some of you are listening to me. God is awakening your heart and repositioning you, repositioning you to go back and rebuild and refix that iron dome over, over your community, over your home, over your family, over the city, over this land, amen, over the territory that God has positioned you, positioned you amen. 
And God is saying, begin from that place. Begin to project. Begin to see. Like Abacook, I will take my place on the ramp earlier to see what he will say to me. God wants to speak to you about issues, amen, that deals with society, that deals with the next, amen, yes, uh, uh, his next prophetic activity over realms, over, over South Africa, over America, amen, over Nigeria, hallelujah, yes, over Ghana, over territories. God is raising territorial apostles, is giving them authority, is giving them power, is giving them, amen, yes, the wisdom to become wise master builders, people who can rise up in the power and the authority, hallelujah, of the Asian one, amen, and begin to fray the horns that have risen their head against the prophetic activities of God over, over realms. God is doing a new thing. So you go back and relocate yourself, amen, in that position God has given to you. And from there, God will provide for you. God will send amen, provision. When you relocate, take your place. God will send provision. Forget about the past. God said, I'm doing a new thing. Do you hear? Do you see? Do you understand this moment? This moment. Maybe you think you just fall into this channel by chance. No. Now God is giving you the matching order. Now you need to listen. Now you need to align yourself. Now you need to understand. Why certain things have not been working? Because you have left the position where things ought to, hallelujah, function for you, you know, according, according to God's provision. Oh, hallelujah. Well, on that note, I think we're done this morning. Lord, we thank you for your utterance. We thank you, Father, for what your spirit, yes, is doing in this season. We rejoice, oh God, to see this day, yes. Warriors of righteousness, is there not a cause, David said, that I be found here? When his brother said, no, I, I, I know your hearts. I know why you are here. You just want to see the battle. No, he's not here to just to see. He's here to bring a change. He's here to win the war. Hallelujah. There's a cause. Awake, friends. There is a cause for us to be alive in this day. It's not time to die. As a father, it's not time for you to give up. As a watchman, this is not the time for you to run away. There is a cause for us. Yes, in this day to be to be to be to be strengthened, to be encouraged again. Don't be discouraged. Let your hand be strengthened. The Lord, yes, is able and he will perfect all yes that concerns you. Let your heart rejoice. In the sound of his spirit over your over your space. Let your hand this day, yes, rejoice because heaven has come, yes, to equip you, yes, to redress you, yes. Forget about the old. Refuse the mentality of the old of discouragement. Now begin to wear the mind of Christ so you can have the right attitude. Yes, to move into that which heaven has prepared and ordained for you. This is the day of the law where put on the full armor of God. This is the day where heaven, hallelujah, is reclothing you for this strategic warfare. It's not going to be as before. We track the spirit of them who have gone ahead of us. And we rejoice to see their day. Bless the Lord. Come on, bless the Lord. Give glory. Give him glory. Let your hand be strengthened.
Let your voice, come on, rise. Let your voice rise. Proclaim the day of Yahweh upon your life. Strength I proclaim upon you. Newness, new vision. Let your vision be clear. Let your vision be clear. This is not the time to run and go hide. This is the time to fall on the rock and be broken so heaven can align you and rejoin you, yes, to your tribe. Come on. It's the day of the rebranding of your spirit. God is doing a new thing within the realm of your space. Apostolic watchmen, prophetic territorial leaders, take your place. It's time to rebuild the walls. It's time to rebuild the walls. The walls of righteousness. It's time in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. We bless your name, Father. Oh, we bless your name, Jesus. You deserve all glory. You deserve all glory, Father. You deserve all honor. As for me and my house, we will serve you. We will honor you. We will glorify you. Thank you, Lord, for all our students and disciples, followers, oh God, on social media. Every one of them, Lord, I lift them before you. Commit them into your hands. This day, I declare renewal of strength, renewal of vision, grace, capacity upon your life. Newness, newness, newness in Jesus' name. Let your spirit right now begin to rejoice in the day of the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Amen, friends. Once again, we want to thank God. I thought I was done a few minutes ago. They said that was a steering of the Spirit. I want to thank God for your life, for what the Spirit of God once again has established. Amen. On this platform, bless God. We want to continue to wait and rest on amen, some of the things that the Spirit of God will be giving us direction into. Let's not forget, amen, that Heaven depends on us as we depend on heaven. Let's not allow ourselves to be discouraged. But continue to build yourself and align yourself with the things that we have said. Don't forget, these are the days where they are making your spirit. They are rebranding your spirit. They are encouraging you. They are strengthening you. New life is coming to your heart. You will, be, you will begin to feel the sense to pray. Just pray in the spirit. Just pray. Part of, the, part of those prayer, amen, is part of how God is building and encouraging your spirit. Amen. So we want to thank God. Amen. Thank you, everyone, this morning. Thank you, my dear sister. I, I, I really appreciate it. 
Yes, my dear brother uh, uh, Safiki, God bless you so very much. Thank you for joining this morning. And of course, Commissar, thank you. God bless you. Uh, Tina, God bless you also. Uh, Sister Myrtle, thank you again for wishing me Happy Father's Day. Amen. Thank you. God bless you. Amen. We want to thank God uh, for what the Lord, amen, has established this morning. Uh, once again, happy uh, uh, Father's Day to all the men, amen. And thank you for all the sisters who have been a great support, amen, to the men out there who continue to pray for you, who continue to ask the Lord to strengthen you and to empower you, amen. God bless you. May God continue to strengthen your home. May he continue to, amen, breed upon you. And those of us waiting or those of you waiting, amen, yes, on the Lord for a life partner. I pray, I've got a burden for, you know, many of our followers who are, it seems these days there's scarcity. No, there are no scarcity of men or women. Amen. It's just that values have changed. But we believe God, amen, for a change of values, for a change, amen, of desire, so that people who, who are beginning to long for spiritual things will begin to get attracted to spiritual people. Amen. So God bless you all. Keep well, keep strong, and continue to journey with the Lord. I'll see you again, hopefully tomorrow, or maybe today. Who knows? God bless you. Enjoy the rest of the day. Bye-bye. Love you all.